This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. Enjoy the show. So to go in a totally different direction, uh, I was reading last week uh, a biography about uh, Andrew Jackson, who I think is an interesting president, our seventh president. And um, he was a guy amongst many of our presidents who had a lot of uh, medical problems and maladies. And so I thought maybe maybe we'll start a series on presidential diseases, presidential maladies, uh, maybe we won't, but uh, the, 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 the lead-off one that I have is uh, uh, Andrew Jackson. So um, uh, our seventh president, uh, he served for two terms from 1829 to 1837. He was 62 when he took office in 1829, so he was pretty old for, uh, for that time. Um, he um, was, uh, suffered from a lot of physical and probably a lot of emotional problems as well. Um, he had just lost his wife like the day or the week that he was inaugurated and it put him in kind of a big depression. Um, he was noted to be remarkably thin. He was over six foot tall, six foot, six, six, six foot, six one. Uh, everybody thought he was 140 pounds or less his entire life. He was known as a, a great war hero, a great uh, general. And uh, he um, was a kind of a combative guy, both as a kid and as a adult and later as a as a president with a short temper and i think some of that led to a lot of his uh, physical illnesses um uh certain descriptions would say he had rotting teeth he had chronic headaches he had um uh, bleeding from his lungs uh he had chronic intermittent infection and pain from two separate bullet wounds from two separate duels that had nothing to do with any kind of uh battle injuries uh during the revolutionary war he was a young guy he was 14 years old and he and his older brother were captured by um, uh, the British, and a British officer asked them to uh, shine his boots. He refused, so he was struck over the head with a sword and cut, cut in his head with a sword and his hand with a sword, left scars for the rest of his life. Um, they were both thrown in prison and uh, caught smallpox. Uh, they got so sick, the British kicked him out of prison, and they walked 45 miles home where his brother got was so sick that he died within the next week while his mom was trying to uh, uh, nurse and convalesce uh, both Andrew and his brother uh, his mom got cholera and died so in a month his mom died and his brother died and oh by the way his older brother Hugh uh, died in battle in the next few months uh, from what they called heat stress at the time so um, kind of an uh, uh, eventful revolutionary war for him Um, Afterwards, I think things even got more interesting. In 1806, he had a duel uh, with a fellow named Charles Dickinson, and um, he was shot in the chest, broke two ribs, and the bullet uh, lodged in his chest and remained there the rest of his life, and he had intermittent hemoptysis for the next 40 years. Um, he, uh, Dickinson died, by the way. Um, in 1813, so a few years later, he was in a gunfight, a running gunfight in Nashville, which some would call a duel. He had a slug and a uh, bullet that stuck in his left shoulder and broke his humerus and was so bad that uh, uh, when they 
put him on a mattress and they tried to staunch the bleeding. They said it soaked through two mattresses, tried to amputate his arm. They wouldn't let him. Um, and eventually it healed, but not completely. And he had chronic infection and abscesses to that left arm to where they intermittently drained to where in 1831, while he was president, uh, it got so bad and it was draining and so foul smelling that somebody finally had to operate on him uh, to remove the bullet then. He was known to have chronic abdominal pain his whole life. It was felt to be from lead poisoning, from the slugs that were in his body. Um, uh, he was involved in the, uh, uh, the Seminole Wars, the Indian Wars down in Florida, and he contracted malaria, which caused intermittent problems throughout his whole life. Uh, he had dysentery at the same time. And uh, he, he was reported to die of what's called dropsy in 1845. Does anybody know what dropsy is? It was still a term that was still used uh, into the mid 19th or 20th century as well. So dropsy is usually a term that's used for um, congestive heart failure. And uh, when they described his, uh, his near death uh, and his kind of uh, experience right near death, he, he, was de he was described to be so short of breath that he felt like he was suffocating. He had swelling in his hands, feet, and abdomen. So it sounds like he had pretty bad edema. And he was unable to lie flat. So it sounds like uh, orthopnea and he had to be propped up on pillows to breathe. So, and that was described as dropsy. So it sounds like congestive heart failure. So, yeah. that's our medical minute today.